Hey, what's going on? This is Via Talk, um, Conversations Without Limits. And instead of coffee today, we're going to be serving um, espresso martinis using the coffee. Um, so real quick, where is it? First of all, if you're gonna make espresso martinis with my coffee, you wanna use either Mayan Jaguar, Mayan Jaguar, Mayan Warrior. That's one. So that's what we did, we brewed that. Okay. I usually have somebody who's a mixologist for me, so this is a new thing for me, <laughs> and, and none of us all really know, so you guys are all about to get it. So I looked up a recipe. We're going to have vanilla vodka. So. <laughs> it's a twirl. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited for this. <laughs> oh, my God. And then that's Kahlua. Right? Yeah. Now, roughly, how much are we putting in? Honey, I don't know. It's enough for all four of us. I didn't even measure this. Just winging it? I'm just winging it. Now, listen. Splash of sugar. Okay. I like that you're using brown. What is it? Yeah. Raw. Sugar, sugar in the raw. That's right. Okay. And then we're going to add the coffee. Make sure it's iced. Okay. Looks good so far. Okay, so we're going to make his first because he can't have um, <coughs> almond milk. So I think I feel like we need to add a little bit more of this. What do you think? Um, let's go for it. Listen, I'm excited. I see how much you're pouring. <laughs> I'm excited. On a Monday, let's do it. <laughs> All right. I guess you said shake it up. You shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. All right. So a little color formation there. Okay. Mm -hmm. you're, you're commentating. <laughs> That's good. I've had practice like this. <laughs> I can't. All right. All right. We're going to do Justin's first because I definitely am going to add the leche. All right. Be honest, Justin, how you like it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling. It this looks is... good. It looks delicious. All right, let's. Yeah, you gotta tell us. All right. I can smell it. The I can smell the coffee on in it. Okay, I'll wait for you guys. All right, give me give me the almond milk. The almond milk. Yeah. But Justin, try it first. Right, yeah, I need you to try it first. Maybe she should tweak the recipe for the for the next three. Right. That's very good. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you good. really? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Don't hire me to be a mixologist, by the way. Oh shit! How do we open this? Twist it, I think. It, oh, your muscles just jammed. My it hands on there. are wet. Okay, I want to try. Yeah, try. All that muscle. Oh, she, you jammed this, girlfriend. <laughs> no. Oh, is it because the ice and make it? It's making oh, maybe it jam. Maybe it did a suction like thing. Like a suction thing. Yeah. Ah, no, I, I have I no can't. strength, ladies. I'm not even going to try with my nails. I might have loosened it for you, maybe. Oh, fuck. Yeah, let me do it. So that way, if it's splattered. You do have a man here. You guys, you guys oh, yeah. have a nice outfit, son. Here. I don't want a coffee splatter. But not near your electronics. Hola. Actually, it's wet. Here, oh, here, hi. take this. Hello, hi. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. 
Here filming. With we're, the we're making an espresso martini and it's kind of failing, but we're trying. It's coming together. It's coming it tastes together. delicious. Stay tuned, guys. What do you think it is? We'll, it's because we'll of the cold. Yeah, like the, I, I, the glass expands in the cold. Oh. It's, yeah, it's got to So be. just pour a little almond milk uh, in the bottom of yeah. each cup and then okay. just pour it out. Right. And then the glass will like shrink All back right. up. All right. Let's go. Yeah, that's crazy. Because you're like yeah. ice water expands. Like, yeah. Look at the chemistry. Some science yeah, look at that. Pretty. All right, give me everybody's glass. All right, so we're going to also use almond milk because um, one of our people here is allergic to almond milk, and that's he, we didn't do it for him, but we'll do it for us. All right, so now. All right, I'm going to take these and just. This is the recipe. Okay, where's the little thing? Got to shake it up again. You're really good at shake that it, shaking. Shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. <laughs> I'm tired. Everybody, stop it. Okay. Sorry. Ooh, looks I pretty. Know. It's a beautiful color. Ooh, all right, honey. The Via Espresso Martini. Cheers. Here's the recipe. So if you guys are interested. <laughs> oh, and then a little bit. Okay, yeah, salute. Cheers. Cheers. Salute. Welcome Blessings. to episode three. Mm -hmm. By the way, thank you for coming, Christine. Oh, thank from you for having me. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, lovely meeting. Oh, I it's hope a it privilege. tastes good with my mouth thing. With your uh, Mercola. It's nice. It's good, right? Yeah, good. You did really a really good, good job. Very smooth. <laughs> you don't need a mixologist. You are the mixologist. <laughs> just make sure you pour it all in, honey. <laughs> yeah, don't measure. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so we should take these out. What do you think? Yeah, let's yeah. put it on the bottom. Yeah. But you want to leave your coffee pot out? Yeah, we'll just leave the coffee pot out. Sponsoring us. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Let's leave this and this because they look pretty good. Feel free to hit us up, Kalu, if you want to sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Here we go. All right. Look that here. All right. Awesome. All right. So once again, guys, this is how you made the espresso martini. It was my first time making it. So if you're at home and you're feeling like, oh, my God, I can't do it. Yes, you can, because I just did it. And I'm not even a big drinker. So today's guest is, um, I'm so excited. Her name is Christine. Welcome. welcome. Thank you for having me. Yes, of course. And welcome to Via Talk Conversation Without Limits. So basically, I wanted to have her on here because we're going to speak about a few subject matters. Um, She is a mother and she's a single mother. And she is also a a white mother to a black son, which I think is a big conversation we need to have. Um, we'll talk about that in depth. And also being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, and just being single in relationships, trying to date <laughs> and have a child. You know, honey, it's a, you know, it's a lot. So I talked to you briefly. I gave you a little like, you know, what we we're going to talk about. So the first question I wanted to talk to you was ask you is obviously when you do you live in a very um like suburban is there a lot of minorities where you live or no none none so mm. your son is it there's maybe there's probably maybe three or four i mean in our whole town okay i think massachusetts is i mean you can probably attest that coming from yeah. california it's a really segregated state like there's not much mixing of it depends on what area well, yeah but like the south shore where mm -hmm. we live yeah is, like very, mm -hmm. very, very, very white, very okay. Irish. So what mm -hmm. do you do? So like, first of all, how did your family embrace this situation? Were they like, or did you grow up where they're like, we don't really see color and it's whatever? Or were they like, oh my God. I mean, 
I guess it's a real privilege for someone white to say they don't see color because I mm-hmm. never grew Thank up you. having to see color, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, my parents are hippies. They're, you know, we lived on a commune part of my life. Um, they're, like, extremely open-minded That's nice. um, people. But um, so it's a privilege having to say, like, I never had to think about race. I never mm-hmm. had to think about color. So um, it didn't matter to them that... You were pregnant by a, a... It it did to my dad in the sense that, like, when I told my dad that I was, you know, when I told my dad that Wally and I were, like, you know, when we were dating his father, um, you know, he asked, you know, are you guys serious? Would you ever think about having children with him? And his only concern was, you know, if you have a child with him, it's just going to be harder. He's That's what he said. It will exactly. be harder for that child no i bet that probably he didn't even honest I, I bet that didn't even probably like really resonate with you until then boom let's fast forward the whole george floyd thing happened right so now it's like for me now so um to be have full clarity on my end i'm obviously mine indian but my daughter's half her father's from liberia mm-hmm. so i kind of Obviously, if it comes to, you know, crossing the sand on the line, I'm going to be pro-black just because I, my daughter is well, like, sure. you know, whatever. So that was like a call to every woman in the world. Like, it didn't matter what well, color every you mother were. too. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. It was especially like, if you have a child of color, like, mm-hmm. I feel like any color. So what are the things that you, I know that his father is in the, in the picture, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so yes. that's great. He has like a, a strong black male mm-hmm. influence. But... We, I wanted to talk to you because she is also, by the way, she you are an aesthetic, you, um, you are a nurse. Nurse practitioner, yeah. Okay, and then tell us a little bit about your business before I ask the question. Okay, so I have uh, New England Skin Center, so we do aesthetic and like functional integrative medicine. So just like you do, we do all things to help men and women like love the bodies that they're in. Nice. Um, and you know, skin. Yeah, so skin. Yeah, so yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. anything from the inside out. So whether it's, you know, skincare, fillers, Botox, okay. body treatments, mm-hmm. and then weight also, you know, bioidentical hormone replacements, supplements, mm-hmm. oh, medical good. grade weight loss, just anything to help you feel empowered and love the home you live in because this mm-hmm. is the most important home you're ever going to have. Period. Yeah. This is so, my home. And I really feel like for men but obviously especially women because i'm a woman and both of our clients are Mm -hmm. women that were often taught to feel like ashamed of our bodies and make them less than what they are so i really want women to love their bodies in all it's like feminine glory and curves and sexiness because it is such a source of power it really is yeah Yeah. your body's your temple okay so i'm glad we're gonna get back to that so keep that in mind we're gonna get back to that divine feminine just sexual energy women have so in saying that knowing that you study skin and you study biology now this is a big thing and um a lot of people don't talk about it but especially white parents if you adopt a child of color or if you have a mixed child it is so important that you know two things major things how to take care of their hair oh yes his hair and how to take care of their skin and it's something that's not talked about just because my adopted mother who's white when Chanel came, I was like, Mom, she's like, I don't know what to do with her hair, you know. And me too, I have very straight Mayan Indian hair. But I made sure I took my daughter to the Dominican salons yep. or yeah. I, I made sure she got her hair braided. And I had to figure out, you know, she needs oil, things like that. And and obviously, well, I'm, a, I'm a woman of class, so I know how to take care of the skin. But So what are the things that, like, 
you talk to your son about and then like about taking care of his hair and his skin is that something you had to research mm -hmm. did you want to research or were you like oh i'm having a young like a son of color like how do i make sure i prepare him because i also feel that and let me ask you this if you feel this i also felt that because my daughter was half black and she was growing up in a very white um, town that she always had to be extra dressed. She always had to be extra polite because I felt like the white little white kids could get away with that coming to school with pajamas or just coming to school, whatever. But my child being a young woman of color, I felt like she always had to be on point. And I do kind of feel like with Jackson as well, like being a young black man, like he always has to represent like to another level opposed to like he well, can't. Absolutely. That's mm -hmm. of, of course. I mean, mm -hmm. I think he, I think he has to, I mean, I, I don't necessarily, I don't, I don't necessarily know if he feels that mm, yet, mm -hmm. but I know that of course people will try to judge him differently mm -hmm. because he's black. And regardless if he's like mixed race or whatever, like to the whole outside world, he's black and he really identifies as being black. Like right. He, That's good. He mm -hmm. really does. Mm -hmm. Like he, his room is full of like every, Football, basketball, mm -hmm. Jason Tatum, um, Jalen Brown, um, Barry Sanders, uh, you know, like every, like, it's just, he, he very identifies mm -hmm. as being like a black man or young boy mm -hmm. in the world. Mm -hmm. um, so I know that people will judge him. So what do you put on him? What do you now? What kind of products did you buy for his hair? And what about his skin? Have you taught him about? Obviously, since you're in the whole field of taking care of the mind, body, soul, and the skin, what is different for say his skin tone, his skin, and your like skin as opposed to mine? Yeah. Well, I mean, his skin is like his hair and skin is much drier than mine. Mm. So like ever since he was a, a little baby, I used pure coconut oil yeah. on him, like mm -hmm. like from Trader Joe's, mm -hmm. like the hard and yeah. that's what like, I like use. lather his whole Some body, butter, his whole oil. hair in coconut oil. Mm -hmm. And it just like, he soaks it. I mean, if mm -hmm. I put my body in coconut oil, I'd be like yeah. acne, like everywhere. Yeah. Right. But his, like ever since he was little, just head to toe coconut oil. And I really, you know, he, really he knows that he has to like moisturize head to toe every single day. Right. It's, that's really important for him. Yeah. I mean, his hair, he knows that like, cause he loves his, like he loves his curls. He's really proud mm -hmm. of it. And he's got like big hair. Like he has like probably an extra like four inches with like his hair. Like the fro, he loves yeah, his Yeah, he loves his fro and his curls are just like beautiful. But mm -hmm. he knows it's like he every morning gorgeous. we have to do his hair. Before bed we do his hair and like, Aww. you know, brush it out, massage in, you know, massage in the oil, Aww. massage in the curl Now is that cream. something that you felt like you needed to read on? Or is that something where you like, oh my, like, did you, but do you I feel definitely like had to explore products. Like I definitely yeah. was mm -hmm. like, you know, at the beauty supply store being like, oh, that's for mixed rays. Oh, that's yeah. for like curly hair. Oh, that's ethnic. Like, I would just like, I went to the beauty because I've got the cosmetology license. Yeah. So I just went to the beauty supply store and just was looking like just trial and error, like whatever, like yeah. mixed race, person of color, hair products, sh shampoos, gels, curls, makers yeah. they had. Well, I just would like I buy them you. all and then mm -hmm. just figure out like what worked yeah. for him. I salute you honestly yeah. because that's one of the main reasons I wanted to have you on here because I'm not going to lie. It really disturbs. It makes my mm -hmm. skin cringe when I see white mothers with their like mixed children and their hair be so raggedy yeah. or their skin 
and I'm just like, honey, mm-hmm. did you not do research on who you're yeah. laying and up okay with? It's okay to ask for help. Exactly, ask for help, ask for help. because or like have him yeah. shave his head. Like he doesn't want to have like a buzz cut. He wants his curls. Like he's proud. Yeah. Right. He's mm-hmm. proud of his hair. Like he's he's proud of how he looks and i think just like i want to just like we all want to feel mm-hmm. proud of how mm-hmm. we look i think it's so important to but i feel like I, I feel like sometimes some of um in the racial relationships or mothers especially if they're if they're single mothers and they're stuck with their mixed children it's almost like resentment so like they kind of like don't treat their children like as nice like they it's like they'll take more care of themselves than they will of their own children it's kind of sad to see you know what i'm saying horrible parents i know but i see it a lot Mm -hmm. especially i'm from lynn honey i see a a lot of white mothers with uh, mixed children and i'm like "Mm, what happened here did you not like you know so i i mean yes he's gorgeous and his skin is beautiful how old is your son by the way he'll be 11 in december but so like i get spray tans you know like i i I literally get a spray tan like Mm -hmm. every single week and you know i remember when he was little he was like mommy he's like i don't understand he's like why do you get spray tans why do you want your skin to look like me and daddy's he's (laughs) like i like you and your peach and i was like because you and daddy have beautiful skin (laughs) i have to pay to get my skin Mm -hmm. (laughs) spray to look like yours um, growing up, he's going to be obviously a teeny. He's going to drive and he's going to be a young man. Are you scared of how the police will treat him? Are you going to have that conversation with him? Yeah, it's called the conversation. Sure. Yeah. You know, I'm sure like his father, I feel like that's something mm-hmm. we would probably have as like a family. I mean, we touched, we obviously had to touch on it like a little bit during mm-hmm. like when you said COVID and with Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Um and that was like confusing for him mm-hmm. um, a bit um, yeah. because, uh, you know, like it was like one day we were just like driving around, like all of a sudden there was like all these signs everywhere that said Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Mommy, he's like, what are all those signs wow, mean? Wow, that's kind of deep to mm-hmm. me. You know, he was like, what are all those yeah. signs mean? And I'm like, oh, it just means that like Black Lives, you know, matter, you know, it's really important. And, mm-hmm. and he said, well, do they only matter now because it's COVID? And then I was like, oh. Crap, I don't even know how to answer that. And then, you know, fast forward a couple months, everyone took their signs down, right? So we're like driving through the neighborhood and he's like, oh, mom, there aren't any signs up anymore. He's like, so the Black Lives Not Matter anymore? That's (laughs) real. That's a smart smart That's real, okay. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, that's real. Um, So, okay, so back to women's divine feminine energy. So, like, I know even for me, just being like, you know, in a sense, quote, a hot mom, like, how does your, how do you deal being so beautiful, right? And I know you, your son going to soccer games or going to watch a football yeah going to football (laughs) games right how does he deal with how do you think he deals with that and how do you deal with that i mean do you have to you simmer down i simmer down for sure i mean he's very like um he um he's he's I'm not cool right now. Like, I'm very not cool. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm never I'm very, cool to I'm my daughter. Cool and I'm like, but he's very much like, are you going to wear that? Your boobs are showing. Like, things. Oh. So I'm very careful about, like, what I wear. Around I respect him, mm-hmm. of course. Yes. You know, and I'm, I keep, like, my dating life or, you know. Well, that was a that conversation we're going to talk about v- next. You know, very separate from. But, the, but how do you feel, though? Like, I just feel like. But I also a, think, sorry to interrupt, but, like. I think, again, we're talking about, like, simmering down in the sense mm-hmm. that, like, again, it's like, if you're a woman and you are centered in your own sexuality and you are and you are centered in your own sensuality and you are empowered by it, mm-hmm. which is what sh- we should all be because it's, exactly. like, the creative force of life, it comes through 
all the time. Naturally. Exactly. So it's like, I don't want to dim that shit yep, at the same time light. too, because this is what I was just going to say. So I can, I can, I can put my boobs away yep. and we're at a football game, but you still have that, that energy. aura, yep. that, yep. Yep. that goddess that, that energy. Goddess yeah, energy. absolutely. Yep, I agree. And yep. that's available for all men and women mm-hmm. too. Like, yeah, like, not everybody has honed into that energy. No, but, but it is available. Yeah, like of I think when people hate on you or get jealous for mm-hmm. it, it's like there's no secret, sister. Like you too can yeah, be. You We're, can tap into that. It, energy it's all anytime. our birthright. Yeah. But the thing is, is like you know, I just remember the same thing that you said. Chanel was always like, "Mom, like da 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 da." Oh yeah. Right. We, we just had a conversation. Yeah, I ju- we just went to breakfast and I was so hot and I took off my um, hoodie and I just had my sports bra on. She's like, "You're so embarrassing." I said, "You should be so lucky that I can literally be in a." restaurant in my sports bar and sweatpants and I still look good and she's like stop talking about just I'm just saying I said Chanel honey when you have a kid and you can still look good and you can be this age I'm gonna need you to show it all off you know so yeah. it's interesting though because it's like I feel like with mothers you know and society that's why I did the sex paint series remember yeah, I love that because so because it was like I, I constantly always felt as a young mother especially <coughs> and being around a lot of older mothers where I always felt like I had to dim down my light yeah, to make yeah. everybody else feel comfortable and, horrible. and yeah. i was just like no like if i want to come mm-hmm. in and like you know if i want to come into my the pta meetings in a in some boots and a skirt yeah. and whatever you're not gonna judge me honey i can still cook exactly you know what i mean like, just because i'm a 20 something year old mom mm-hmm. or something so it, it, i don't like how society and this whole motherhood thing is mm-hmm. like well now that you're a mother we're gonna need you to just hide forget your sexuality mm-hmm. and then that's it you know yeah. well i say about motherhood in the sense that like being jackson's mom is my greatest joy like yes. i love it but I haven't lost myself in motherhood That's in the good. sense that, like, I love all the other things about me that make mm-hmm. me Christine. I love how I work in the world. I love the woman that I am in the world. I love the friendships that I have created I in this. the world. Mm-hmm. I love that I'm a divine sexual creature that enjoys sex and yeah. love and is in, in control of it and feels mm-hmm. empowered by it and isn't ash- ashamed of it. Like I, Amen. I love all those aspects of me. Mm-hmm. And I think s- for my son, I feel like it's important that he sees me exactly. like going to work. He sees me going to the gym and exercise. He mm-hmm. sees me putting on lipstick and earrings and a short skirt yeah, and high heels. And you're like, going to be the first woman dinner. that mm-hmm. he's going to mirror yeah. when he dates. Yeah. And he's so going to, he, he see sees that. all that mm-hmm. like and and i tell him listen it just as is important that i take you to football and arrange your play dates it's as equally important that i go to the gym it's as equally important that i go out and see my girlfriends like mm-hmm. all the things that i do for you because i love you i do mm-hmm. them for myself because i love myself right you know? and that's another thing too ladies like i see this a lot and it makes me really sad <coughs> is don't ever lose yourself like your kids are just uh, who you are yes mm-hmm. women are meant like like we're here to reproduce like that's part of our bi- biology right but i hate when women like i see it on instagram sometimes they'll be like mother of four mm-hmm. wife and mother and so and so but that's not your identity no, you know, like you are. you you are your you own person when you when your children grow up and leave you who are you gonna be well, that's the thing mm-hmm. you you raise them to leave you so mm-hmm. your identity can't be 
being a parent or being like Jackson is not responsible for my joy. No. He's not responsible for my happiness. But because, a lot of mothers don't have this to a lot of moms. Um, they, 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 I raise him to go out and I don't want to burden him with that. Like yep. my, he's not responsible for my mm-hmm. identity or happiness in the world. Like, I'm so happy you're saying this. But that's a horrible but burden you to know, put on But him. you know, how many mothers do you know? Well, they do because they mm-hmm. lose they, their they sense of self. They literally live for exactly. their children. And I would always tell Chanel too, growing up, honey, if I'm not good, you're not good. Like mm-hmm. if uh, my mental state, my emotional state, if mm-hmm. I'm depressed, then guess what? You're going to be depressed because yeah. it's going to seep into you. Exactly. And, and that, that's another thing. Like I feel like this society, it's like, oh, you're a mother now. Forget it. Your life ended mm-hmm. and you have to live for your child. No, you still have to mm-hmm. find balance in the things that you love yeah. and the things that define you and make you as a woman. Like you said, like work and these things. Well, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, so you, I mean, but again, that goes back to society wanting to like, marginalize women mm-hmm. all women right and compartmentalize women and keep women down because what's the most powerful force in the world it's a woman fuck yeah mm-hmm. so, all day every day like, that's right. so the only way this world succeeds the way it is is by by having women believe this myth that mm-hmm. we're not powerful right Which we are very much and, so. and to be scared of our own sexuality mm-hmm. I mean, yeah are you kidding so yeah. speaking of sexuality this is next <laughs> being a single mom how do you balance obviously dating life right and then like you know is obviously and then we'll get into like have you introduced anybody to your son well i feel like my home (laughs) is my sanctuary like i love my home my home with my son is such a special place for me and of course i date obviously Mm -hmm. right but i don't do it when my son's around Mm -hmm. like but have you introduced anyone to your son once and I will never <laughs> do it again. <laughs> it was a terrible mistake. I learned my lesson. Um, we're all better, stronger for it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but um, is there any advice you would tell women? Because I have a thing. I have a saying. I wrote this on Facebook. People were so mad, but I really do believe. And now, from some of my own mistakes, I think that if you're a single mom, you should just you just shouldn't date. Meaning, like you. you go have sex but not even really even date seriously because you even try to because then if you date serious you want to introduce that person no, to yeah. your child right yeah. then marriage mm-hmm. but what if it doesn't work and then your child so my whole thing is raise your kid focus on your kid have sex with whoever you want well, that's where I, yes but there's no actual real real dating until mm-hmm. I raise my child you know and I remember mm-hmm. even when Chanel was playing AAU and you know men would always try to date me whatever and I'd be like honey my child's playing AAU basketball from um, all summer till uh, fall. I'll see you in December, maybe yeah, for like and a he, month. He, and the man should have respect that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and if he if if he deserves to be in your life, then he'll respect that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, how do you feel about dating men with kids? Um, I feel fine about. I don't want to meet anybody's children. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I don't want a <laughs> husband. I honestly, I love being a single mother. I love having my home it's like my sanctuary i'm i'm really lucky it took jackson's father and i three years but we're in like a really good place co-parenting of of like co-parenting and we both know that you know we both have this one mission which is just the health and wealth and Mm -hmm. love of this child and so we are are really good being friends and 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 co-parenting but like do you have you any said, advice? Sylvie, like my 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 priorities are like my business, of myself, my girlfriends, my child. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then of course, like 
you know men on the side yeah a little fun here and there so like then and 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 again again like fellas like we're not here to like try to bash you but you really have to understand first of all women entrepreneurs and we're going to get into her business and what's a day in the life of, for you and your business, right? Because, fellas, you really have to understand, like, when you're dating a woman and a powerful woman and when you're dating a woman who owns businesses and or a business and she has a child, like, you are, like, fifth or sixth on the totem pole. And I feel like some of these men, like, y'all act like little babies and you're like, mm. it's like, dog, I don't well, have time needy. for that shit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Tell us first of all, what's the name of your business? And New England Skin Center. New okay, Skin Center. where is it at? Weymouth. Okay, in, in and Massachusetts. Okay, and how long have you had it? I think we've had that business. I've been in this industry for like over twenty years, but that business for probably since two thousand seventeen. But how That's did you amazing. start off? What was your first thing? Like, give us background on you now. So we talked about your son. We talked about a little bit of relationships. Tell me, okay, what was your journey like? How did did you did you know you were going to be? How so, did you land? Yeah, I'll like kind of give it as fast as possible. So obviously, I've always like I've always loved beauty. Yeah. Of course, I've always been attracted to beautiful things, art. I loved I've loved makeup my whole entire life um skincare ever since i was like 12 i remember like going to like the dunreed with my allowance and like buying like anti-aging cream at 12 she's <laughs> 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 um, like i want to stay 12 yeah. this yeah, 12 amazing. year old skin has to be forever um and then i went to my undergrad was in art art history and fine arts so Ooh, nice. i'm just like what's your college columbia Ooh, university we're dealing with a smarty <laughs> um nice. And, um, but I always just wanted to like be in skin and be in beauty. So after I graduated from Columbia, I went to Elizabeth Grady School of Aesthetics. That's where I went. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And became an esthetician and then moved out to California and worked in Hollywood for like almost a decade doing like went to Paramount um, Studio. They had a special effects makeup movie, like a special effects. Studio Makeup Academy there. So I studied there and did like makeup and like TV and films. And there was actually two experiences that happened, which was um, one, I was doing makeup for a movie and the one of the actresses was a like a victim of domestic violence and she had a lot of like bruises like on her face and her body. So we had to do like corrective like makeup on Mm -hmm. her to cover her bruises so she could you know, film yeah. her scenes. Yeah. Um, so it was very hard to like touch her. Like as a makeup artist, it's extremely like intimate. Oh, so every time you would come near her, she would almost like flinch Jump. because oh. like she, she was equated like touch with yeah. terror yeah. and fear. Yeah. So it took a while for her to get comfortable with me where like I could touch her and oh, she no. wouldn't recoil from me and I could do her makeup to, um, you know, cover her bruises. And then there was also a young uh a young black girl who was in a fire when she was younger and like half of her face was burnt. So like all mm. the melanin was burnt. So when the skin regrew, it was like pink. Okay. So she wow. was like half black and like half like, like the yeah. model, just what's like the model's name. Um, I know exactly yes, that yeah. really pretty, yeah. that beautiful model. Yeah. 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 So she was going to. It was Vitilago. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't Vitilago. It was like. But it looked it. Yeah. Yeah. So she was going to her prom. So we did corrective makeup on her to like even out her skin tone. So it was like, it was like all her, you know, natural color, false eyelashes, eyebrows and everything. And she was just like ecstatic, like seeing herself in her mm-hmm. entirety. So I had this idea. I was like, oh, my God, this is probably like the early to like 
2004, 2005, I was like, wow, if I can like have this a big impact on people with just like paint, like a paintbrush and pigment, imagine what I could do if I could actually like get in there, like get into their skin, like under their tissue. And that's like when Botox had just come out in like 2002. And I was like, oh my God. So you went back to school. I was like, I want to go be like work in cosmetic surgery and Mm -hmm. like reconstructive surgery. And Mm -hmm. like, this is what I want to do. So then I went back to nursing school and um, started working in like constructive reconstructive surgery and cosmetic surgery and plastic surgery and then it just has evolved okay so then. so you did that in like um but i think the there was a story about before you even got into that started your business about you working in a jail oh well, i mean i did work in the prison yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> tell us, cool. i actually worked in the prison as an mp here in massachusetts yeah, yeah. because so um I got my my FMP to work in timeout people with his family FMP? nurse practitioner okay. <laughs> to work in to just have more autonomy and to work better yep, yep. in this world. Like you were talking about getting mm-hmm. medical directors and how it, hard that is. Yes, so I figured as a, as a nurse practitioner, I have more autonomy. Mm-hmm. I can own my own business. I can be my own medical director. Yep. I don't have. So that's why I did that. But I'm also that type of person where I was like, oh, damn, like I just did this like crazy education. I'm like. I'm a nurse, I'm a family nurse practitioner. Like I have all this knowledge, like how I want to use it Mm -hmm. too. And my dad has worked in the prison system my entire life. Mm -hmm. So like I, I understand prisons, dinner time conversation would be talking about prisons and inmates. He ran the prison, the lock uh, prison unit at Shattuck hospital. So I just called my dad up and I was like, Hey, I want to like, I want to work in prison, work in this because I figured I could learn like, I could do everything because, yeah. like, inside those walls, it's its own entire mm-hmm. world. Like, anything that happens in a prison stays in a yep, prison. Your yep. primary care, chronic care, mm-hmm. emergency care, trauma, like, anything that happens, you deal with it. And there's, like, no resources for yeah. you. And you're just, like, on your fucking own. Yeah. So he was like, of course they need nurse practitioners mm-hmm. in a prison. Like, are you kidding? So mm-hmm. I went and worked in. How was colony. that? It was definitely an interesting experience. Um, <laughs> did you I'm enjoy really it? Glad I did it I did, myself. I I'm really glad weeks. I did it. I would never do it again. You went and worked in a prison as well? Yeah. yeah. In, in Vermont. I lasted four, maybe five weeks. And men's or women's? Um, all men. Yeah, this was all men's men in too. The state yeah. of, um, during COVID. And I lasted four to five weeks. It was just... It's hard. It was emotional for me. Oh, the, it's The lack of resources that these men had. There's... It broke... I mean, I was a nurse, but I was also a dentist. Like, I was doing a little bit oh, of you're everything. Doing every, you're literally doing it. There's, like, and no resources in there. You just, my like... My heart was breaking. Dude. I was just, like, I can't. I, You know, I'm like a flower child. Like, I, I can feel. And I was just, like, I wish I could do more. Because you can't send them to the hospital. You can't send them out in an emergency. So we're doing everything from hospice care. There was a gentleman. Yeah. He was, you know, declining. And he was passing away. And we couldn't even touch him. He's all chained up while he's end-of-life care. And I was just, like... Take the chains off. Like, what is he going to do? He's, well, yeah, they're he's always, 86 years they're old. They're inmates before they're, like, you, yeah, they're so inmates before they're, before they're humans. Before yeah. they're patients. So that's, like, the, yeah, yeah they're it was difficult for me. before they're patients. Wow. Okay, so then how did the actual business start? And then, and we're going to ask about the business, but, like, 
what also too so there's a lot of women right now obviously aesthetic so like I, I, all three of us you went to aesthetic school too right mm-hmm, so all three of us went to I, both of us went to elizabeth grady where did you go uh audrey rose <laughs> institute oh, okay. in uh woburn and uh, i think she's also national new hampshire yeah all right so I, all three of us went i think it's a very great education for all people to understand the skin whatever and all that but i didn't take it to the level that both of you ladies did so there's a lot of uh, women out there who want to get into the beauty mm-hmm. industry what is like what is one to now like what are the like give us the top five things that they need to do so um i will say that when you are practicing aesthetics just like any other scope of medicine it is medicine Mm -hmm. so um it's it's not as easy as it looks as you can attest to um you know i definitely feel that nurses who go into aesthetics I mean, I worked as I knew when no, I was. No, but what I'm saying to you, so okay, I go to aesthetics. Maybe I don't want to go to college. That's one, right? But say I do what? So like they go to school for aesthetics. Then then what is the next step? Like, do they have to go to school? Do they have to be a nurse? Yes. So you have to be an RN mm-hmm. to inject because it's it's medicine. Okay. So see, mm-hmm. there you guys so have you, it. Yeah, so, you so you have to, have to be go to nursing an school. RN. Yes, you have to, you be have to go to nursing school. Okay. And then is when you go to nursing school, okay, and then. Is there a specific entity where you say you want to be like an injector? No, that's like afterwards. Okay. I would suggest for like any young nurse who's interested in being an injector, Mm -hmm. I was really fortunate. I was able to work at the um, Austin Weston Center. It's in um, right outside of DC. It's the actually oldest freestanding plastic surgery clinic in the country. Mm -hmm. So I was able to work with plastic surgeons for years, like assisting in the OR, assisting in Mm -hmm. plastic surgeries, suturing, doing pre-op, post-op care. So if you can get in and work with a plastic surgeon, like that's an an, an, an amazing, yeah, a fellowship. Mm -hmm. Like that's an incredible education. Okay. So you want to do injection, you have to go to school to be a nurse. That's one. Mm -hmm. Two, you're saying um, best thing to do is to uh, try to work for a plastic, plastic surgeon. Yes. Okay. All right. 100%. And then if there's so many hours that you have to put in or whatever. No, but you're you're learning so much mm-hmm. about the anatomy, mm-hmm. how the skin heals. I mean, when you're assisting in surgery, you're like looking on people. Mm-hmm. You take people's skin off their faces. You take yeah. people's you skin the off muscle. their bodies. You can see the muscles, the tendons, the nerves, the yeah. ligaments. You can see how things attach. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're looking at the body inside, so you really it's can like an understand. It's a canvas. Yeah, it's course. like a canvas. You're okay. able to see yeah. the rawness. Now, three, I do that. Now, I want to start my own business. What do I do? What do I need to do to start my business besides obviously capital? Mm-hmm. But I think get. I was, Tina, you were saying something about you needed so many hours or that type of insurance. So, what is the third well, thing? I would say you definitely need to find a compliance attorney like a mm-hmm. medical compliance attorney oh, wow. mm-hmm. so you guys are you guys and hearing this so so remember you want to go to school rn you want to work for a plastic surgeon and then you need what a, a com- medical compliance mm-hmm. attorney so you can make sure you're Where doing can you it. find these i mean just like you know like like any you know there's divorce attorneys real estate attorneys so you, you want google a, you yeah, google you want compliance a science attorney because the thing it's is like, like wow you work things i never you, knew you work so hard for that license right yeah. like like you don't want to do anything to jeopardize that yeah. license you want to protect that license so you want to make sure mm-hmm. that you're in compliance and working to the scope of your practice because the last Within thing you want to do is like go above 
and in front of the board of nursing and mm -hmm. having had violated your scope of practice and then say, okay, sorry, bye-bye. I'm taking your license away After from you. After all those years uh, you yeah. work so And they hard. will. They do it all the time. Yeah. They take, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it too. Okay, so then you get a compliance attorney. You do malpractice that. Malpractice insurance, a really good malpractice insurance. So you insurance. need malpractice insurance. Okay, yes. yeah. so, okay, so now, all right, so... Wow. So it's what, a lot. It's more mm -hmm. than just like taking a weekend course and like putting it's up a sign that says education. like Christine's, you know, beauty clinic. It's, mm -hmm. and then you got to continually like educate yourself yeah. and go to conferences and up learn new date. techniques and stay mm -hmm. up to date. Cause there's always new procedures and machines and products like coming to market. So you want to be like, you know, you want to up to date cause you want to mm -hmm. be able to offer your clients and your patients the, the best the best possible. Well, since I procedures. have you two here, let's talk real quick. Okay, so you're beautiful. You don't need no, anything. I'm just saying. I'm, go, I'm coming in to get Botox, right? Let's let's talk medical terms for a lot of people who don't know. So, what is this type of muscle or these things here? Your forehead, I know, but what? Where? Where are the key points? So, like, point where we need to say for forehead and then eyes and then whatever, all this. So, can you tell people real quick, like the medical? So we. You mean well? I mean, everyone's different, mm -hmm. so everyone's, everyone's different. different but, but I mean, this is your like glabella complex. Mm -hmm. There's two muscles here: your corrugator and your procerus muscle, and that's what brings your mm -hmm. eyebrows like in together. Oh, when you do this, yes, and I be. That's why people call it those elevens because the yeah. muscles are like mm -hmm. creasing together. Okay. This is your frontalis muscle. This is mm -hmm. what brings the forehead up and down. Yep. So this is what the muscle that when a lot oh, of people. Oh, so when you go like when, this and the wrinkles. Yep. And when people get like that droopy eyebrow or that like heavy mm -hmm. eyebrow yeah. and they're all complaining on Instagram. Oh, they've yeah. got this like wonky eyebrow. That's because their injector didn't do well injecting their frontalis yep. and like drop their eyebrow because that lifts your eyebrow up, but it also can drop your eyebrow. Down. Oh, wow. Okay. And then, yeah. um, okay, so what if I have these really big, deep lines? What do we do for these lines? I mean, to, with fillers, I would say you yeah, can do you a can little do Botox. What's a filler? filler? What's the difference between filler and Botox? So, um, Botox, Botox is, is a, a muscle relaxer. It's a neuromodulator. So it actually works on your nervous system. So... How it works is, so how you move, like your, I hopefully, mm -hmm. I mean, I need to do mine tomorrow morning, but like. I know, I need, <laughs> I need a little bit myself <laughs> too. Yeah. Yeah. So like how you move, like, so say, say you're frustrated, Oh, right? so that's mm -hmm. why everybody's face would be different because yeah. everybody moves their mm -hmm. face differently. Okay, so how you move. Yeah. But I'm saying, so like, so like when you're frustrated, your body, your body tells your brain, mm -hmm. Sylvie's pissed, squeeze her eyebrows in. Yep. So it's actually your nerves talking. So one nerve calls another nerve and goes, hey, Sylvie's fucking pissed. Let's squeeze her eyebrows mm -hmm. in. And they move the muscle. The muscle doesn't move on its own. The nerves move the muscle. Oh, so wow. Botox, yeah. Dysport, Xeomin, all those things are neuromodulators. They work mm -hmm. on the nervous system. They basically knock out the phone line mm -hmm. so the nerves can't talk. So if you're pissed, one nerve goes, hey, Sylvie's pissed. Crunch the muscles. Mm -hmm. And the other nerve well, that's won't a great respond. analogy. So yeah. the muscle can't contract. Mm -hmm. the, the muscles don't do anything without the nerves telling them what to yeah. do. Okay, so then, so that's what Botox, now what is the... Fillers, fillers. like hyaluronic acid. So mm -hmm. that's like a nice, gooey, thick, sugary substance. So mm -hmm. like our whole body has hyaluronic acid yeah, and it's it what naturally. lubricates our joints so we mm -hmm. can move around. It's what gives our skin its like volume and it's like moisture. But then as we age, like the amount of hyaluronic acid you have like Minimum. dries up. And you mm -hmm. have less. So we just inject filler, which is just like, think of it as like a sugary, mm -hmm. gooey, honey-like substance. Like hydrates your face. Hydrates Okay, but so where would you, you, would you actually inject in here to get rid of it? Or would you inject up here? Well, it depends. I mean, again, mm -hmm. it depends 
what you know where the aging is but mm -hmm. a lot of times when your face ages everything falls forward and down mm -hmm. so a lot of times what's happening on the lower face is because the mid face is falling down yeah. and the lower face is burdened by it so even if you sometimes oh, gravity have, mm -hmm. yeah you have these lines it could be because your cheeks are falling so we yeah. could inject filler in your cheeks yep, oh. to lift that up yeah. and then that it takes the pressure off mm -hmm. down here okay okay interesting See, it's a lot it's our mm -hmm. it's so it it's, is it's it is our science yeah it's, it's our science yeah Exactly. So you have to, I mean, you have to have an artistic eye. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, definitely. And you have to know symmetry. Big yeah. Yes. So, yeah. okay. Now what about lips? And I, I like that. No offense. I could never do that. I mean, thank God I have full lips, but that shit looks painful as fuck. It is. Lips you can always numb hurt. your lips. I numb my lips up. Yeah, you can numb them, but they're, it's it's the, probably the most tender area, mm -hmm. right? Because there's so yeah, many nerves on your nerves mouth. There. How long does it take? So I want to get my lips a big. And then what, do, like, how does, how long is the, like... Well, it depends mm -hmm. what you're starting with. You know yep. what I mean? It depends how full your lips are that you're starting with. You know, mm -hmm. like it can take a while. It can take mm -hmm. a few sessions, a couple years to build. But if someone's really just going for the first time, does that mean they're like, honey, I can't go out this weekend because mm -hmm. I just got my lips done? Or is the recovery time like? It depends. Everyone's different. Some different. people swell up for weeks. Some people don't swell up a oh, lot. Really? Some people, uh, their system might just eat up the material and it's like you never did their lips yeah it could be gone in like a, a month no way yeah, people yeah. that work out i've seen that with people that work out yeah. a lot that's yeah. how that's why i don't get um false lashes i mean that the thing i mean i wear falsies i don't wear the um the whatever because i work out so much mm -hmm. that i can't get extensions because yeah. they i just start sweating and i'm like fuck this shit so yeah. i just put on strips you oh, know what i mean strips? They look really yeah good. don't they what mm. are yours yours are great well they're uh, singles Strip. Oh, um, that looks so good. No, not strips. One by one. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, I work out that. a lot because yeah. then I can't I do it. Okay, so, all right, we talked about that. So, okay, so we talked about going over um, things like that and, like, what to become, how. So, now, how did you start your business and where did you come up with the name, New England Skin so, Center, which I think is uh -huh. awesome because it's just, like, and New it's England. Unique. It's unique. Yeah. And and how did you start your business? How did you meet your business? You have a business partner. Yes, yes, okay, no. so how did that happen? So I started my business. I never really thought about being in like an entrepreneur, having my own business. And right. I was, it was after I had my son and I was working for like another, I was working for a plastic surgeon. And I just realized like I couldn't be the type of mother I wanted to be and work mm -hmm. for someone else. Mm -hmm. And, you know, no, I think as young girls, no one really tells us, like, you can be an entrepreneur. You, you can, can be a business all. owner. You can mm -hmm. do it all. And I just had this... It just, I had this Wait, epiphany out, one day. Before you get into that, yeah. not just young girls, I think just society in general, because our school system programs mm -hmm. us to be like factory workers. Workers. Yeah. Yeah. No one, mm -hmm. not my adopted parents never said, hey, you can be an entrepreneur. I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. Cause I watched him get up every day for work mm -hmm. and said, "I ain't doing this shit." Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, "No, yeah. okay, so, so, mm -hmm. all right, so, so get back to and your." And I was just working for this plastic surgeon, and I just one day had this epiphany that was like, "What the fuck? If he can do this, like I can do yeah, it too." Like right. the patients are coming here to see me; exactly. they're not coming there. He's no special than me. He's no more special than me. Right. If he can have a business, like mm -hmm. fuck it, I'll have one too. Right. So I just decided. But how? Okay. Good. But how did? So you just like what? Found a location? How did? Yeah. So I you just, met like, the person? Found, did you I worked by myself 
for like probably like a year and a half before I you met were my renting, partner. You were renting yeah, space. Yeah, I was just like went out on my own and mm-hmm. like rented space. And, you know, my clients came to me and it was just like word of mouth. But, you know, I was like working alone. And, so how did you mm-hmm. meet your um, partner? Which I know, Toby, I love her. Shout out to you, Toby. Um, I, yeah, I just, someone introduced us like through the, um, like industry and we had to go, she lives near me on the South shore and we had to go into Boston for like a conference one day. So we were like, oh, we'll just drive together. And we just hit Mm -hmm. it off. And you know, from this industry that it can Mm -hmm. be like superficial, very catty. Mm -hmm. It's can be very competitive because it's like a cash-based industry and everyone thinks, oh, I'm going to, you know, become a millionaire by doing Botox, which you're not. Um, so, you know, there's not a lot of like, uh, collaboration. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of, you know, women supporting yeah, other women, women and building each other up. So Which is just, really sad we, because is. I feel like it's fallen back into that whole clicky high school, mm-hmm. like, and I, it's sad because, you know, all three of us mm-hmm. are about women empowerment. So it's sad to me that the beauty industry is so clicky. Yeah. It's super competitive. Yeah, I looked out. It doesn't need to be. Yeah. I've met some good people. <laughs> I've met Minoc and Audrey that they took me under their wing and like helped me without you know being uh making fun of me because you know they have more um experience than me but it was hard when I first came out here I was knocking on doors I was emailing people and I wouldn't even get an email back saying like yeah because they looked at you like competition yeah but I mean everyone's different everyone has different skills and take I think there's room for all of us right there is yeah so you guys met you guys drove into Boston Yeah, we just hit it off but okay, but I, okay, so you just like and then okay, literally just- one day we were just talking and she's like we were like oh we should just go into business together. So we were like okay, I mean I don't have a I never have a fucking plan for anything in my yeah. life. I just go for it. Yeah. So, so you say she's more the planner? No, neither of the plans. So one day she <laughs> called and she was like I found a space. I think it'd be great for us. It's a dance studio and I was like okay. She's like do you want to see it? I'm like no, I fucking trust you. Like. So we just like sign the lease and that's so dope. where are you at Bennett, by the way? Yeah, so that's by just, the way, some of my art's gonna be there. Yes, beautiful. And mm-hmm. it already is your gorgeous art. Oh, it got it already got No, but the woman we have no. at least in our lounge. Oh, the woman, yeah, MDML. Yeah. But did, yes. did the other ones get no. Uh, okay. All right. So but Sylvie's art is gonna be decorating our whole entire oh space. Yes, I'm so yes. excited I can't about wait. that. By the way, anybody needs art for their um skin center or commercial property, hit my line, honey. I'm that's just not beautiful. or your home. Right. Yeah. You know, I have a piece that I'm getting for my bedroom. Yeah, yeah. from the sex series. Yeah. Oh. But, you know, so I am an artist as well, guys, which is www.viasworld.com. So if you guys want to see any of my art, mm-hmm. um, especially Christmas is coming up. So, you know, I'm moving coffee and art in these streets, baby. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to make it do yeah. what it do. Two good things mm-hmm. to move. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and moving all this weight, eh? That's right. <laughs> Moving all this ass. <laughs> okay, so, all right, so where are you right now? Um, okay, so let me ask you this. Um, so, um, do you date younger men? I date all ages of men. What? The youngest I've dated was 20 years younger than me, and that was interesting. I mean, mm-hmm. and then I've dated, like, age-appropriate men as well. I can't date anyone, and then mind you, I... Well, that's because your daughter I know, is that age. I, My I, son's I, only 10, I so know, but 20 I, was a little... 20 years younger than me, still. I was mm-hmm. like, when were you born? Like, 1995? I was already in college, but... That like, must have been fun. <laughs> that must have been fun. That is weird for me, because my daughter's 23, so when these, like, 25, 27, 28-year-olds, like, to me, you can't be... I, you can't even do nothing before, before 35, because I'm looking at you like, honey, how many passports you 
got, where you been? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's just too no, this weird child for me. lived at home still, so. Oh, oh Okay. <laughs> that must have been fun. <laughs> Okay, so well, weren't you saying we're not we were, we're not looking for a husband? Oh, we're yeah, just, looking, just a good time. Yeah, we're looking for know, a good time. Okay, a some, lot of energy. Some you know. D and bubblegum, baby. <laughs> D and bubblegum. Okay, just oh. make sure he's home by curfew. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah. So tell us, like, what kind of men are you into, and like, what kind of like, what would you? I don't know. Like, how do you balance trying to? Are you trying to find love, or are you just trying to find sex? Um, well, I feel like I exist in a space of love. Like mm-hmm. I, I just I come from love. Like everything, beautiful. everything mm-hmm. is love. So I don't have to look for love because I just exist and I come from love. And, and you love mm-hmm. yourself. And I'm never lonely because I love my aloneness. Right. You know? um, That's beautiful. Yeah. So really, it's just like regular sex would be like super dope. <laughs> you want to have like a regular D? Well, you know, you could sleep over like one night a week, maybe. And- <laughs> fun. Hey, it's okay to have fun. I'm all for it. Yeah. Do you think yeah. that that in today's day and age, I mean, we're living in weird times. Do you think it's harder to find like real quality men? Oh my gosh, yes. I I feel like in general, people are more both men and women. I think people are a lot less aware people mm-hmm. are not living in an awareness of like who they are internally yeah. and we're like the collective unity that we all mm-hmm. come from and i think a lot of people are especially post-covid are really fear and ego driven yeah. and mm-hmm. if you're if you're driven from your ego and if you're driven by fear then you will mm-hmm. never find love you're not because you don't exist in love like Mm, that's deep. No can you can you elaborate a little bit more? Like, what do you? So, someone who doesn't really so like understand I, that lingo, that spiritual enlightenment lingo that you just dropped on us, mm-hmm. I get it. But some real stuff. That's some real I shit you just understand. said. So, yeah, some people are not. Listen, mm-hmm. some people are not spiritually aligned to even receive the information that mm-hmm. you just said. So, let's let's break it down yeah. to layman's so, terms. Like, I feel like if a lot of times people love out of their own ego, like like their own selfishness. Like, what can I get from this person and how is this person going to make mm. me feel, right? And they have, they love with an expectation. Mm. Where if you just kind of exist in love in the sense that like, you know, you wake up in the morning just in in gratitude. gratitude. You hear yeah. the yeah. birds singing. You see the flowers. Like, it, mm-hmm. like you just ex- your your heart it comes from a place of love. Mm-hmm. Then it's like it's the love that loves through you. So right. you can love without attachment. You can love without expectation. You can love without being selfish or ego. Because exactly. regardless of what happens to with this guy or that guy, like. I'm the love. Like yep. the, the they can't take that away from right. from you know, they can't, even if they, they broke can't you take or they that away from me. They can't. Mm-hmm. They like, can't. Like I will go on existing yeah. in 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 this that, space of the energy of, of love. love. What you put out there, you receive. You're putting out yeah. loving energy, positive energy. Yeah. That's and, what you're and, attracting. And like for me, like loving whether it's like coming on this podcast because mm-hmm. I love you or helping you know helping my patients find ownership and self-love within their bodies mm-hmm. because i love them like like love, love is so mean much relationship. more than this yeah, yeah. idea of like romantic love it's so it's so 
so limited. And mm-hmm. I think people get so hung up on like, oh, I have to have this idea of like romantic love, and especially women, mm-hmm. you know, we're always taught like, you you know, like what's wrong with you? You're single, you're single. What's wrong with you? Why aren't you I married? Have like, why aren't you married? Yeah, like there's this that expectation list. that like that something's <sighs> wrong with you if you're single and not and not married. Like, like but it. like, you're not alone. I'm not, none of us are alone. It's, I feel like we're like three women that have really fulfilled lives. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the list, ladies. Okay, ready? Ready? Ladies, here we go. Yes. What do you think? These are the questions. So there was a list going on online, which Mm -hmm. I thought was so funny. Ready? Are you going to Cheesecake Factory or not? I'm going. I mean... On a date. On a date. So, so tell tell a little bit about the list. Okay, first. so okay. yeah, yeah. All right. So the list that. the list is about here's a list of women who absolutely refuse to go on first dates. Um, for so first date, a man says, "Hey, um, will you go to Cheesecake Factory?" Of course, I will. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't I know. Would. Okay, so you hear this? All right. Applebee's, Chili's, Chipotle, Olive Garden, the movies, your house. I love Olive Which Garden. One? I love the breadsticks. Which and one salad. you saying no to? My house. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I'm yeah. saying absolutely no to Chipotle and Olive Garden just because in the movies we can't talk. First date, I'm saying Olive no to Garden? that. I'm yeah, I'm saying no to because it's gross and I've been there. No, it's not. I'm just saying. To, to each his own. In movies, we can't talk. Yeah, I, I, I suck at going to movies. I like intimacy of silence. I'm a big silent person. Let okay. our energy speak. Yeah, I love the silence. Yeah. Any fast food chain? No. Mm. No. You cannot no. take me no. to no fast food no. chain. No. I like Honey. a good Frosty after a movie. No. Like a Dairy Queen? No. Um, yeah, like ice cream maybe. Well, no. I mean, that's in the summer. Maybe the you summer. go to the beach for ice cream. Yeah. That's like a cute I'm from thing. the North Shore, but on the water. I'm making it very clear right now, gentlemen. Oh, you are not allowed. <laughs> And ladies, my friends, we are not pulling up, girl, I'm hungry, to McDonald's. No, You're starving, bitch. You're from the North Shore. We I go don't to go Kelly's. to Kelly's. I don't do none of that. ice cream. I do not. Listen, I am a hood chick, but beach. I do not go to none of that fast food. I love my body. I nourish my body. Do not do fast food shit. Nope. Okay, next. Um... Buffalo Wild Wings, Wingstop, Red Lobster. I'm doing Red Lobster. I'm doing Red Lobster. I'm doing Wingstop. Shout out to Rick Ross. Okay. Love the Wingstop. Okay. I-, I thought this was interesting. I would be down. Someone, the first date, they said gym. Yeah. Oh, I would totally yeah. love that. That's mm-hmm. like an awesome first Me date. Me too. I Some think- yoga. And you know why I think intimate. the gym, fellas, listen to this. You know why I think the gym, t- two dates that you guys should take women on the gym. You should do, let's go swimming. And let's go to the gym because you want to see what she looks like without makeup. Mm-hmm. Because and I and if I and if I if I'm a man, I'm a man, I'm gonna say don't be putting no makeup when you come to the gym. Every man right now should be saying let's go to the gym or let's go swimming because I want to see what your real hair look like. I want to see what <laughs> your skin look like. I want to see what you look like. So fellas, I'm just dropping free game on you. That should be women are saying that, and you know why these. These weird women are saying this on this list because they don't want these men yeah. to see what they really look like. Okay, so um, coffee dates. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Hello. Yeah. I was offended. I'm like, excuse yeah. me. I love a coffee mm-hmm. date. Right? And, and if you notice, like Tinder and all of those things, mm-hmm. those are one of the first things they say is we want to meet for oh, coffee. 
but that's one of the first things. I'm, like all those, I, I'm not yeah, online just dating. Just keep it casual, casual. Okay. Yeah. It and it's quick. And if deal. you don't yeah. like each other, it's just coffee. Okay. Yeah, you're out an hour. So I kind, of, I kind of agree with this. Like, like I don't mind as we're dating. This moves on, but for first date, family function. No, no, no. no and I've, no. I've always gotten those type. Oh, my family. They want to break. It's like yes, they want to. They want to show you off. Yeah, I think that's what it is. And I'm like, you ain't. You know, I don't like when men when I'm first dating them and they want to always introduce me to their male friends all the time first of all honey i'm well known i got name brand recognition i don't know who who's your friend yeah. i don't know you i don't know what type like of situation knows about me. Right. so like no i don't want to do that but not only that i don't like to be fe- i i already know i'm a beautiful woman mm-hmm. i know i'm a powerful pony. woman i mean I, yeah. that's exactly it. i don't like to feel like i'm being shown off mm-hmm. so and that's typically what it is for me it's yeah, like a show, show, show thing off like ooh, let me thing. yeah like a yeah. trophy right i'm I don't in the like car that. family's coming to the car oh Hi. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, I this hate is that. I hate, and honestly, it triggers my PTSD. Like when I first mm-hmm. got off the plane from my white parents adopted me, they're like, oh, look at the little brown girl. Oh yeah. my god, <laughs> hate it. Okay, so okay, it's um, a no. Uh, uh, um. Oh, movie night, Netflix, Hulu. I'm, a, no. I'm against that well, too. No one's coming over yeah, my house no on Netflix a first date. Right? Are you never kidding? Never. Nope. How about you're this? a serial killer until you exactly. prove yourself otherwise. Oh my god, I think the same way. I'm the same <laughs> and way. And everyone's a pedophile until yeah. you prove yourself otherwise. Uh, how about, I would do this on a first date bowling. Oh yeah, for sure, I would do that. I would. Uh, honey, I'm an I'm athlete. Too, too much of a girl. My girl, my, my nails, and I just I gotta keep it really soft and feminine for the first date. What's wrong? Well, my nails with the bowling ball. No, you can. You don't. Know, I have nails too. You, they're holes in the. You can do the, the little balls, balls yeah, exactly. too. You can do little balls. You okay, well if I pick. see the little, yeah, the little you can balls, do the little ones. Just you know, the, just see? cup them right here, and then you run really what fast kind of and you hug those? it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you tickle them as you run down and throw Stop them. Stop saying balls to me. Okay. Oh boy. You know you how to play with them balls, sis. Oh. Okay, the tiny ones, uh, little ball bowling. Listen, I'll try it. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to tickle anything. Okay. <laughs> you got to massage that bowling mm. ball so you can get that strike, oh honey. Gosh. Okay. Um, um, nightclubs. First date. I'm A lounge in Miami. Yeah, I like a lounge. Like a lounge would be fun. I'm out yeah. here in Miami looking for yeah. the daddy. I like the lounge vibe. <laughs> okay, hookah bar. I mean, I would, the, to, I would go to hookah bar. I would, let me know, tell you where I go to hookah bar only if it's a Middle East and it has to be oh, like, yeah. has to be like, floor, say, Lebanese. Pillows, like, yeah. I'm not going to some hood shit and like the Dominicans are pulling up on me with some hood shit and I'm like, fucking, nah, yo, I'm not doing that. Bachacha is too loud and then you give me the hookah. No, I like that, but the first date, it's a little too hood for me. I'm not with that. I do like the Middle Eastern hookah. Yeah. And Cali, those are like my spots. A bar just for drinks. This is first date. I think a lot of Depends. people go to like a bar. You know, you like it must be a, a really nice. Yeah, I've gone like to a first nice date. Lounge. Like this, yeah. like a, in the nice bar in the seaport. Sea yeah. Okay. Yes. Sports events. Uh, mm. I don't. Where are we sitting, honey? Yeah. Court 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 side. Side. I'm a, I'm a yeah, court side. Wait, I'm a courtside princess. If I'm gonna be in courtside, then you know I could pull up in my heels. You know. Um. Okay. Cool. So then there was another. Um. I think there was the a male version. The male one. version list. Didn't I, I send that to no, you? No, you'd only send. Me oh that. yeah. Okay. Group of men. That's the initial one that came out. Right. So this is that triggered the woman response. Okay. Ready. Group of men made a list of women they shouldn't take on a date. Okay. <laughs> Single mothers. <laughs> That's like every fucking woman practically. Right. Wait, women with tattoos. Uh, 
I'm out. I'm out. Wait, these are two in a row. Wait. Women who dress... Because they can't handle a wait, good time, Wait, women who dress like this in public. Sex workers, only fan girls, uh, matches actors, strippers, call girls, escorts, Instagram models, bottle girls, etc. That's us. Uh-huh. I don't follow So, time out. This, you know <laughs> why? Wait, you know why? Shut up. You oh. you be dressing fly and Instagram, sexy. I'm not you look model. sexy Girl. right now. You look Girl, like you look like this when you're you be like this when you're wearing jackets. Cut it out. Listen, so listen, no, I'm not an Instagram model. No, but you definitely be showing your stuff, and that's okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. But these men, this kills me. This list because so what they want Mother Teresa right at home, but then they'll be following all the Instagram. Of course models. they will. So it's like it's like cut the shit out. Like so you know I don't like that. I'm like all right, all right. It's so, um women with an IG page. So we should just never like enough. that one was stupid. Nobody, Everyone has Instagram. Nobody knows. Business owners have but Instagram. But you know what? I've dated men that have had problems with me being so active on social media. That's how and you that get is your true. brand. This is what I'm saying. Branding but is, I've had that problem the, in my last relationship with branding is, myself. There is a lot of men that are well, very insecure. Int- mm-hmm. intimidated by women's social yeah. media. Well, you know, this is the thing about life. The wrong people will eliminate themselves. <laughs> yeah. So they just they did you a favor and eliminated yeah. themselves. Okay, ready? Women with purple hair, any unnatural color? Oh, God. Listen. Okay. Who are the losers who uh, made this list? Uh, What's his name? W- women um, who travel regularly. Okay, I love traveling. I travel for work. Yeah. I travel all the time. Women with weak, absent fathers. <coughs> I can kind of honestly... I have I, a sperm donor, so I can't lie. Out, I kind of agree because a lot of women and men haven't... Went and got therapy and healed. Yeah, exactly. Issues. Daddy issues. So, I have some daddy me issues. Me too, definitely. I think everyone sure. has on. daddy issues. Yeah. Women who live alone. Uh, I live alone for oh, seven years. Oh, because we own our own it. houses and that's Thank intimidating yeah. because we, I own my own we, house. Yeah. Our, sorry. yeah, exactly. Yeah, we don't need owner. and rely yeah. and, we, and we love our own oh, space. Because I can pay. Don't date a woman that pays her own bills. Apparently, they're going to say that there too. I enjoy being alone. A woman with a party voice. <laughs> a party voice? What's yeah. that? So I bet this is a real shit. So one of my friends, he used to play in the NFL. We're still really tight. He called me. He's like, V. He's like, I met this chick. He's like, I really love her. He's like, but her voice. He's like, when she raises her chest to get at me, he's like, it irritates me. And he's like, everything about her, I want to marry her. But I, I don't know if I can stand her voice. Oh, gosh. Let Ooh. me tell you something. That's a real thing for a men. A party voice? No, just voice. That's a real thing for men. Ladies, like, the way you speak to your man or even yell, like, that's a mm. real thing for men. Like, men mm. have a thing. Because me- remember, men are visual, audio, like, all. Because think, if that was the case, what what is that thing on YouTube? Like, and today. The uh, a, a, um, a, a, yeah, yeah. And da, 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 yep, ASMR. Yep. That's such a thing because Men really love like a soft voice. Yeah, like so, kitten voice. Yeah, like they, they voice. love that voice. So anyway, that's a big like trigger for. So anyway, mm. I, 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 that is okay. Women on dating apps. Everyone's on a dating I'm not, app. I haven't tried but it. A lot of people are. That's I can't take it. Serial killers. I think they're gonna come out. I don't know. Okay. It's too risky. Women who have been on Fresh Fit. I don't know what What's that, that is. Okay, women with lists. Shit. A list. So Fuck you, you just have, made a fucking right, list guy and you don't only, want a woman to make a list. So we're not supposed oh, to have boundaries. List. Yeah, we're not supposed to have boundaries. So we're, we're not or supposed standards, to have standards. Or standards. Exactly. Yes, they made a list like you mentioned. Women who have been engaged or divorced. Mm, <laughs> I haven't. Um, American black women. Wow. This is fucked up. No, this mind you, by a black sorry, man. by you. This is what's his name? Um, Samuel. Samuel. Oh, yeah. Samuel, Samuel. Um, the one that passed away. What's his mm-hmm. name? On you. Um, the YouTube guy. Oh, 
women raised in the West. Wait, he's yeah, who? He passed away. I think he had like a cardiac issue while he was with allegedly a call girl. Uh, so um, basically, basically he's doing everything that he had you're a not platform to do on this list. for men. Yeah. So he had this he platform like for men loser. who would mm. women would go online, right? And they would literally be like, Oh, and he'd be like, So how do you think you look? And she'd be like, Oh, and I'm I've a seen 10, it. I'm a she's 10. like a ten. He's like, Honey, you ain't no ten. And you he have would, kids. Yeah, he's like You're overweight. Yeah. You're a three. So he was brutally honest. Some of the things he did make sense. Cause there was women with like three kids and was like, I want a man that makes six figures, buys me a house, take kids, all my kids. And he was like, That's that's not gonna happen. So right. He did have some points, but he did do a lot of body shaming that that I didn't like. He did a lot of body shaming, which was yeah. Nice. So anyway, that's the list. That list sucks. So okay, mm-hmm. what about your top five list? Things that you want to see in a man, and then top five lists that are like no, um, red flags, and then yes, the things I want to see. Um, L- list. Like, uh, yeah. I don't know. Um. He, uh, is it a he or a she? It's a, it's a, it's a, listen, life would be so much easier if it could be a she, but it can't. I tried that. It didn't work out. (laughs) Okay. So it's a he with the lid. Okay. So your top five things that you would love in a man. Oh gosh. Like the, honesty. (laughs) Um, Obviously, like I said, you know, has dealt with his own issues. Um, so therapy, he's therapy. been in therapy, or, or doesn't come from a place of fear. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't come from a place isn't ego driven, isn't mm-hmm. fear driven. No domestic violence um, past. Yep, please, yeah. none of that. Um, has his shit together, you know. Thank you. Like has a um, has a career. Ha- um, you know, has a how good about place to live. How about he makes less than you? That's um, fine. I'm okay. He's with that. fine. I mean, I've. A lot of men I've been with have made uh-huh. less than me. Um, but men that you can take serious? Um, if he's business-minded, he has less. And I and as yeah. a business owner, maybe I could put him on and we can make millions. Yeah, I'm together. Okay. That's yeah. what I was as just long about as he's to say. Like, can he work well in the world? Can he love well? Is yeah. he creative? Is he interested Thank in like you. hustling and, yeah. and learning? That's what like, I was going like, to say. Like, so- like, like, you know, and d- does he take pride in what he does? Mm. Yeah. You know, so I'm okay with a man generous. making less than me only if he wants more. Exactly. Like you can't be like, I, I really love my forty thousand dollar job, honey. My kid makes more than you right now, and she's twenty three. Like, and not only that, it's just we can't. Well, that goes to show no, their like personality. Mm-hmm. So right. you wouldn't be attracted to the, someone right, like that, yeah. right? And so, but to me, I, I will say this: like, and don't you don't you find it because you do own a business, you do make more than a certain amount. Do you find it where men are intimidated about? Well, of course they're yeah, they're too. But the then time. again, but then again, it's like you, you're not. I'm not going to make myself small or less them to mm. accommodate someone's ego or someone's sense of their lack of value. Like so, again, the wrong people will eliminate themselves. Thank like you. you just like it. I don't get. Preach. I mean, I don't get like heartbroken mm. because it's like I just let people move how they're going to move in the world and mm-hmm. show you who they are and like. If someone is jealous because I make more money or someone wants to tell me I need to cover my boobs up or yeah. not put so much filler in my lips, mm-hmm. like, okay, then, like, you're not the one for me. Yeah. Like, you like you, you did me a favor yourself. by eliminating yourself. Don't you yourself. find, and I, we had this conversation yeah. with Jimmy, the florist, we, don't, yep. you find, don't you find that um, 
so growing up, I felt like there was, you know, I had a lot of jealousy with females. But I feel like right now, because, you know, us three, are, we're successful in our own right and what we do just mm-hmm. as mothers, as women, and just whatever. I feel like there's more jealousy coming from men these days. Yeah, I find I the women are awesome. Like, I find when I, I go out and I look it's like a lot I'm all dressed men. up, the women are like, oh, my God, you look amazing. Right. I love your shoes. You're so beautiful. I feel like... The women are were mm-hmm. kind of supporting yeah. each other, yeah, and and it makes me it makes me like men. really like um I don't know what to say, but I'm like men like like y'all bashing women or y'all like jealous of no women. need to compete like I can't be a man like, oh, I can't be a male we don't thing. need to compete right, at all like fellas like embrace that even if we do yeah. make more than you like there's this thing for and the relationships never work if there's a competition exactly and for some reason I just find that a lot of men are trying to compete yeah. with women they're mm-hmm. even dating and it's like yeah. honey we should be talking about how was your day would you do oh that's what's up this is what I did my day blah blah mm-hmm. blah but instead it's like some, like like it's like weird it's trying like to y- dim your light yeah like men y'all need to like um simmer down with this like we're never we are like first of all until you realize women are the superior human race we're maternal we let's be honest so once you once you once you accept that and mm-hmm. just know that you're here for us to serve us mm-hmm. i know that that doesn't sound good you want to hear that mm-hmm. but really that is the whole like men are here to provide security shelter take care of us make sure we're good you know like basic but it's like crazy with men are really competing with women well i think it's because you know we're at a time in history and i feel like it's a wonderful time where women we don't need men like we used yep. to need men we couldn't have a credit card we couldn't we get a bank home. we couldn't own a home so we need that's real men. we don't need mm-hmm. men anymore so so um, men could not perform they could not step up and you would still have to be with them because yeah. you fit you needed them because the law you you couldn't own a credit card you couldn't have a mm-hmm. bank card you you, you mm-hmm. couldn't own your house you couldn't yeah. have a driver's license so men didn't have to kind of rise to the occasion mm-hmm. they could be less than but you had to stay in that relationship or yeah. that marriage now we don't need men mm-hmm. we can own our own homes we can have our own bank accounts we can have credit yeah. cards we can have our own businesses so now it's like men but like the beauty is we want to be with you because, because we, want we want to, to. be with you, yeah. not because we have to. So step up and be yeah. someone that someone wants to be Every with. Everyone wants a king. I want a king. Yeah, I want like, you to be like daddy, papi. Yeah, like, but, but like step up yeah. because women, we're all stepping up to being queens. Mm-hmm. Like we're all developing and running these incre- incredible queendoms. Yeah. There's a throne right next mm-hmm. to me for a king, yep. but just like fucking rise up, like do the work that I yeah. did, that you did, that you did. And I yep. just find it right now. There's so many men right now. Like I know so many friends right now that are literally taking care of men. Some of these men are not getting jobs. They're yes. on the couches. Some of these, it's like some of these women literally they mm-hmm. feel too because they're in their thirties and they're in their thirties that they feel like, oh my god, I my biological clock is ticking. They're settling just because they need to be with a man mm-hmm. so they can procreate or have a child. And it's really sad because these men are not leveling up to where yeah. the level of women are. And mm-hmm. fellas, like, I don't know what's going on with you guys, but like. It's, it's been easy for them. They haven't mm-hmm. had to do any fucking work for the yeah. last 4,000 years. Yeah. <laughs> and women prepare Literally sons. nothing. It's, it's part of our job too as mothers. Or when I become a mother, like I'm definitely going to prepare my son to be a full king. Let sure. me ask you this. Yeah. So like 
your son, like, what do you, obviously, I'm glad that you're, he's seeing you, like you said, put on your lipstick, putting on your heels, yeah. and just seeing what a woman and a feminine woman at that too, mm-hmm. well, she's a boss, right? So, like, um, like, when you guys go on date night, like, do you make your son say, open your door for you? He like, always, are you already? Yes. He always opens my oh, door. God. He holds the door for me. So you're teaching the him these things or yes, was his father? The, I teach him because that's courteous because I'll hold the door for someone Good too. For you, that's just mama. like being a kind human, you know? Right, right. Um, so yes. But I, when you're with him, are you saying like, now these are the things yes, that a young man needs to, mm-hmm. like a, when you're on a date with a woman, like this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Are you already preparing him for I'm things like that? I'm just preparing him to be a kind, conscientious citizen of like the world. And then that's going to emanate in how, in his relationships to women uh-huh. and men in, in general. Right. You know? Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so, okay, awesome. Is there any advice that you would give um, women who, um, you know, are single mothers trying to start on their aesthetic journey, medical mm-hmm. journey, and um, not just even single mothers, just women? Like, mm-hmm. and are you a, um, do you have a school or where would you advise them to go to get, say, mentors? Or so what? we do have a preceptorship program. Okay. At, at our, at our, Facility, facility. Yeah, we do have a preceptor, like a, a shadow preceptorship program. Now, explain for, to people what that means. Um, so like a program where they can kind of come in and see what we do, see how we run our business, see how we interact with our our clients. Um, you know, both Toby and I have been doing this forever. Um, you know, injection techniques, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, you know, we did just hire. Um, uh, another nurse, um, you know, that we're taking, kind of taking and training a, a, a new nurse, a new injector. So we really want to teach people the like the right way the to do things, way. the yeah. safe way to do things. Okay. And then last thing, we are transitioning from fall skin to winter skin mm-hmm. for men and women. Give the men and women out there, what are the things that they can do? For their skin. Because men, fellas, it's very important that you guys rinse, to- rinse tone and moisturize too. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad to see more men getting into yes. their skin regimen. Mm-hmm. But so tell um, us real quick, what are the, some of the things that we need to do to transition for our skin from fall to winter? What seriously everyone should have is a humidifier. Like yes. that, like in your bedroom, like ah. a warm steam humidifier. That's yep. gonna keep your skin hydrated all night. That's gonna keep your eyes hydrated, mm-hmm. your 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 mucous membranes of your nose, your lips, because yep. the heat is so drying and yep. it sucks Especially all the, the moisture out of the, the air. Yep. So seriously, like a warm steam humidifier mm-hmm. in your bedroom is like the best thing you can do for your skin. Okay, during the I don't have that. Yeah. So thank you for that. because yeah, you know you're not and, and wake you know up. me how my skin yeah. problems, and especially you, I'm a person of color. Like yeah. I. Do not yeah, react no, you need well, you honey. need like a warm steam humidifier. That's like okay. especially around here with all that dry heat. Yeah. Okay, that's one. Yep. Um, hydration, like okay. hydrating, drinking lots of water. Mm-hmm. You know, people typically have to use like heavier creams mm-hmm. in the winter time. You're not sweating as much. Like we said, the heat in your car is really dry. Yeah. Know? So you have to hydrate a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great time for lasers too. So if like you have any like pigmentation that you want to get rid of, like brown spots, oh, freckles, um, you know, broken capillaries, because people are in the sun around here of right course. so you can go okay. super aggressive with lasers mm. like during can the winter people, months um what is the one thing i saw on ig um there's one thing people of color especially we shouldn't do a treatment um it burns our skin 
Yeah, so you have to be really careful with like light based and heat based yeah. treatments and chemical peels. Yes. Chemical peels. You have to be su- people of color well, have to be super careful yeah. with that. Okay, so yeah. okay, so we need humidifiers, we need hydration, mm-hmm. and then you said moisturizing. Uh, moisturizing. Yeah. But what was the last one you just said? Some when you you laser anyone can do lasers, lasers. but the thing is like. All of our laser settings for all three of us would be very different. Different because we're all so you have skin to tones. go to someone who's really experienced, who mm-hmm. knows how to use lasers on people. Well, who have what color. can we do at home? We don't have money to do that, right? Um, for, so, what is a laser treatment? Go like for? hydrating masks would be great. Mm-hmm. Something to do at home, you know. Okay, but is there a you, product that you suggest that we could buy? Like if you're thinking like at like the hydrating? retail store, yeah. Um, I, go, I I'm going to Target. I don't know. With hyaluronic okay. acid, yeah. Anything retinol, with yep, good. Anything with hyaluronic acid would be awesome. Mm-hmm. And the winter's a good time to use a retinol. For men too. and women? Yeah, for men and women, yeah. yeah. Okay. And then um so yeah, that's basically it. And then how about how about um exfoliate? Well, yeah, I mean, we should all be mm-hmm. exfoliating. And by the way, you can exfoliate with my coffee. coffee yep. Yes. So what we do with my coffee, let's, we can do, um, I have it on my website, but we use coffee, brown sugar, and uh, lemon. It's very easy. Mm-hmm. We mix it together. We put it on our skin, let it sit for five minutes. Make sure, obviously, your skin is washed first, your face. But you can also use it on your scalp, and you can use it on your um, whole body. Mm-hmm. But it's really good, and I find it that it's, like, really yeah, great. Give it a try. And it's yeah. really good for circulation, too, the yeah. Caffeine would be so good for your blood flow, Ooh. circulation, getting that lymph flowing also. So shout out to my coffee company. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Christine, for thank coming. Thank you for coming. And then awesome. why don't you tell everybody real quick too? So give us um your time, your hours, your business, and your website. So it's New England Skin Center. It's newenglandskincenter.com is our website. Um, and then, you know, Monday through Fridays, weekends, like by appointment only. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, we're here for you for any head to toe, inside and out. Men and women, Men ladies. Men and women. Exactly. Women. Okay, well, thank you so thank much. Thank you for Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, thank you. That's a wrap.